Have you ever felt overwhelmed? I don't know kung naranasan niyo ba ng schedules back to back and pressures of not enough time to do everything or kaya financial pressures, not enough money to pay for all the bills and daming babayaran and then kulang. Sino sa inyo nakaka-relate? Now you just feel sometimes uh, overwhelmed. Masasabi mo, grabe yung pressure. And um, you know, we have that too. Kung akala mo, trabaho ko Sunday lang. Hindi, hindi po yan. <laughs> hindi totoo yan. Uh, talagang ang dami. Daming responsibilities and daming demands and daming, uh, you know, gastos. Ang taas ang gastos and the time and all the resources. And then, syempre, mayroon mong limitations din tayo. May mga pinapagawa ni Lord sa atin uh, which we don't know how to do it. And wala akong mahanap na manpower to help do that. We have to learn. It's not easy, right? It's fact, hindi lang mahirap, mahirap na mahirap. Impossible. At may mga things sa buhay natin na pinapagawa ng Diyos sa atin, calling of God for us to do, leading of God for us to go into things that are simply impossible. Kaya ang papag-usapan natin ngayong umaga is doing the impossible. Impossible na magagawa mo pa. Sounds contradictory, no? Doesn't it, you know? But it says here in Psalms chapter 61, verse 2, that when my heart is overwhelmed. Sino sa inyo minsan, your heart feels overwhelmed. So yeah, when that happens, pagandyan-dyan, naiipit ka na, napapressured ka na, and you're saying, my heart is overwhelmed. Then the Psalm says, lead me to the rock that is higher than I am. He gets sa akin, the rock, and by the way, the rock is capital R. Hindi malit na R. Bakit? Kasi in the word of God, Jesus is called the rock. The corner stone. The solid rock. The foundation. So, what this is saying is, pag overwhelmed ka, and you're facing impossible situations, too much gastos, too much schedules, too much pressures, too much demands, then what you can do is say, Lord, lead me to Christ. Lead me to the anchor of my soul. A place where I can be uh, on a foundation. See, what happens even in our church is very impossible. Kung anong ginagawa natin ngayon is impossible. Kung alam mo lang, kala mo nag-start ng ganito, wala. Just, I still remember, before you were sitting here, I still remember, walang walls. Magkabilaan, walang walls. And definitely walang aircon. <laughs> it was so hot. Everyone is just sweating. And we don't have this much land. Now it's almost 6,000 square meters. If you, if you said to me before, uh, let's buy 6,000 square meters of property in San Fernando. That's impossible. Sa totoo lang, that's impossible. Wala lang pera. budget. You know, mga members is, uh, you know, just struggling to get by. And then how would you, we have that money? And now, sinasabi ni Lord is leading us to build a building. The biggest function center in the whole of La Union. 1,500 seater. It's impossible. With human strength. With human resources lamang. Hindi magagawa yan. 
kung walang intervention ang Diyos. Kung walang himala, hindi magagawa yun. Kaya hindi ako naniniwala lang sa mga himala. Nagde-depend ako sa mga himala. <laughs> Nag-gets niyo ba? It's one thing just to say, oh yeah, God is, you know, God is a big God. God can do anything. It's one thing na naniniwala. But I tell you, it's my lifestyle now. I'm depending on God to do the impossible. And ang gusto ko mangyari sa ating lahat, na masanay, get sanay, no? masasanay na tayo when it comes to impossible situations. Hindi dapat nakakagulat na God is inviting you to do something na hindi mo kayang gawin. That God is inviting you to enter a lifestyle of living in the realm of the supernatural. Higit sa abilidad mo. To do things higit sa budget mo. Higit sa kaalaman mo. To do things and walk in a lifestyle that is beyond what you're capable of doing. So that you become not just a believer in miracles, but you become addicted to them. That you become dependent on God's supernatural abilities flowing to you and through you, empowering you to do what He's calling you to do and to become the person He wants you to be. Mahabang definition yan, but I just described to you grace. Sa simpleng salita, yun po ang definition ng grace. It's God's ability, not your own maximum capabilities. It's God's ability flowing, given as a gift to you and through you, empowering you na magagawa mo yung hindi mo kayang gawin sa sarili mong strength. Para magagawa mo yung pinapagawa niya sa'yo and mag- magiging Ang tao na who God wants you to be. That's what. So I'm saying, let's have grace. Because, have you heard this statement before? They say, God will not um, give you more than you can handle. Have you heard that before? God will not, uh, you know, give you something that hindi mo kaya. So, you know, I know the good intention to say that, to, to say that teaching. Because they want you to be a believer. No? And of course, the Bible says God will not let us be tempted beyond what we can escape from. Pero kung sasabihin mo na God will not give you more than you can handle, I don't believe in that. God is always giving me more than I can handle. God is always calling you to do things that you cannot do on your own. You better get used to it, friend. You get used to it because God wants you to be doing the supernatural, to doing the impossible. In talagang style ni Lord yun. Talagang nagbibigay siya ng mga tasks, ng mga assignments which are higit sa maximum abilities mo. Higit pa sa 
alam mo, higit pa sa kaya mo, sa resources mo. I'll prove it to you. Okay, God will, in the, in the Matthew chapter 5, verse 44, here's what God, through Jesus, gave. He said, here's what I want you to do. You need to love your enemies. And pray for those who persecute you. Magagawa mo ba yan? Good luck with that. Alright, good luck with that. No? You love your enemies? Have a nice try. Give it your best shot. Hindi mo kaya gawin yun, di ba? Nasubukan mo na yan. Bagsak talaga, hindi. Hindi mo feel. Hindi mo kaya gawin yun. Sa sarili mong emotions or mental, you know. Hindi, hindi magagawa yun. It's impossible. But with Christ in you, He says, we can love because He first loved us. Wow! You will be able to love your enemies. Why? Because hindi sarili mong pag-ibig ang gamit mo, kundi ang love na tinanggap mo from Christ. Yan ang ipapas on sa mga kaaway mo. You will not love them with your love. Maubusan kayo. That, that's, you can only love those who are doing good to you, loving you, with your own, but you will give them Christ's love, which is unconditional and unlimited. But, without Christ, that's impossible. And yet, Jesus said, I want you to love your enemies. <laughs> Verse 48, Matthew chapter 5, He said, uh, you must be perfect. As perfect as your Father in Heaven. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on, that's impossible. Good luck. You're going to be as perfect as God. Shoes. <laughs> But with his, of course, in our own uh, trying hard, we'll never be perfect, right? You see anyone here perfect? But with his life in you, ginawa kanyang perfect. Ginawa kanyang Bible describes you even as a pure and blameless virgin Bride of Christ, beautiful, without blemish. Oof. How does that? That's a miracle. Because I know you. <laughs> and you're not perfect. But it's a miracle that you are perfect. And me too. And then 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 16. Be holy. You must be holy as I'm holy. Hindi magagawayan. Jesus uh, was teaching. Nangaaral siya. And ang daming na dumating. Ang daming sumusunod kay Jesus. Nakikinig sa kanyang teachings. And they drifted and went walking. And they went to actually a far remote place. Doon sila sa labas ng bayan. Walang mga tindahan. Walang mabibili ng pagkain doon. Wala, walang halos tao doon. And nangaaral si Jesus. And the crowd was more or less 15,000 people. Siguro kasi walang SFCC Champion Center sa bayan. Kaya they have to go outside to a remote place. 15,000 people. And it says over here in Mark chapter 6, verse 37, 38, Late in the afternoon, His disciples came to Jesus and said, This is a remote place. And it's already getting late. You know, send the crowds away 
so they can go to the nearby farms and villages and buy something to eat. Now, probably, mismong disciples ni Jesus, nagugutom na. Pero sinisisi ni mga tao. Eh, ginagamit niya. Oh, the people are hungry. Pati kami, hungry. Gutom na sila. Imagine, hindi ka nag-almusan, tapos hindi ka pa nag-lunch, late in the afternoon na, sino hindi magugutom, di ba? So sabi nila, Jesus, you know, let the people go buy something. Uh, and Jesus said in verse 38, He said, You feed them. You feed them. And they ask, With what? <laughs> we have nothing. Wala kaming dalang pagkain. Hindi kami nakahanda ng catering for 15,000 people. As if Jesus was giving them a mission which is unreasonable. You feed them. Ah, come on. You're joking. We can't. We don't have money. They said we would have to, if we had some place to buy food, we have to work for months. All of us working hard for months. Save up our money just to buy food for this many people. Ibang klaseng budget na kailangan dito. It's not, you're not serious about that, are you, Jesus? We're going to feed them with what? And you know the story. A boy had bread and fish. Small amount. Baon lang ng nabata. Siya lang may utak na magdala ng baon. And Jesus took it and started breaking the bread and breaking the fish. Dinistribute lahat ng tao na busog with baskets of baskets of abundance of food left over. I'm sure they could take it home and give it to other people. Krabi. But Jesus said, you feed them. That's impossible. Pero nagawa. They did it. Actually, it wasn't Jesus that fed the people. It was Jesus' power that made the miracle happen. But take note, Jesus did not feed the people. Jesus broke the bread. The disciples fed the people. Do you hear me? The miracle took place in the disciples' hands. And miracles will happen in your hands, in your family, at your workplace, in your wallet, in your bank account, in your calendar of schedules. Miracles will happen because magakawa mo ang impossible through the power of Jesus. In Daniel, I love the story of Daniel. This is our reading plan right now. How many of you are reading the March reading plan? And you already started reading Daniel, the book of Daniel? That's a small percentage. Come on, the rest of you, go to march.christian.com.ph and read. If you don't know how to read, then download the audios. You can listen. That's what I do. So, in the book of Daniel, chapter 2, ang nangyari doon is, there was a, uh, a foreign nation that captured the people of Israel in Jerusalem as prisoners. So, dinala sa mga Hudyo, doon sa kanilang bayan, sa Babylon, malayo na sila, malayo. And instead of yung mga alipin, ginawa pa sila, kasi may potential, may utak naman to, so ginawa sila mga lingkod ng 
foreign king. And so, kasama si Daniel. Eh, sharp, young, may, may mga problem-solving skills. So, ginawa pa siyang ano, lingkod ng bayan nila. Now, kasama siya sa mga grupo ng mga magician, na mga, ito, these were actually a, a part of the cabinet, no, these were a part of the government uh, workers, no, and uh, fortune tellers, manghuhula, yung mga inaaral ng zodiac. So, ito, mga grupo naman yan, kasama si Daniel doon, kasi ito yung mga pinaka-intelligent, mga brain. And the king there had a dream which bothered him kasi hindi niya ma-figure out kung anong ibig sabihin ng dream na yan. So, tinawagan niya lahat ng mga wise men, yung kanyang mga astrologers, magicians, mga fortune tellers, at sinabi niya, I have to know kung anong ibig sabihin. Mahalaga tong dream. Mayroong message na dumarating sa akin sa aking tulog. I want to know what is the dream. Interpret my dream for me. Isabi ng mga wise men, uh, Sige po, sige po, sabihin nyo kung anong dream nyo. And uh, we will give the interpretation. Pero wise yung king. Kasi alam niya na dati-rati ganun ang ginagawa. Sasabihin yung dream and then mag invento sila ng storya. Mag-invento sila. Ah, yan, ang ibig sabihin, ganito, ilog, o may aso, ganito. Mag-invento, mag-ahula sila. Pero sabi ng king, ha, ah, 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 alam ko na yung kalokohan nyo. Hindi ako magsasabi yung dream. Kung talagang totoo ang powers nyo, kung kaya talaga nyo, kayo ang magsabi sa akin kung anong naging dream ko. Plus the interpretation. Doon ako mabibilib kung tama yung... And you know what they said over here in Daniel chapter 2, verse 10? They said, nobody anywhere can do what you ask. Hindi ba impossible yan? Impossible kung sasabihin niya yung dream, makakapag-isip sila ng possible interpretation. Pero sila pa ang manghuhula kung ano nasa utak niya habang tulog. Yung dream niya, ano so they said, nobody anywhere can do what you ask. And no king, great or small, has ever demanded that kind of task. Nothing like this. No magician, no enchanter, no fortune teller. Walang magagawa na yung pinapagawa mo sa amin. What you're asking is impossible. Not unless a god or a goddess should come down and reveal it. But the gods, don't, they don't hang out with people like us. Sabi ibang liga na itong usapan mo. And so, galit na yung hari. Sabi niya, kayo, mga lang kayo. Sabi ko kayong lahat. So the king was ready to kill all of these people. Now actually, kasama si Daniel. Nung nalaman niya yung request ni king, sabi ni Daniel, no, give me one day, I'll pray. And maybe God will reveal. God can do what man cannot do. Eh, totoo naman, habang nagpa-pray si Daniel, God gave him a word of knowledge. God gave him supernatural insight, revelation. Ibig sabihin, yung in- God told Daniel the details of the dream. Hindi ito inaral ni Daniel. He's not that smart. He's smart, but not that smart. Yung pinapagawa ng king is impossible. Higit pa sa alaman ni Daniel. So what happened was, Daniel got it from God. Daniel told the king his dream, sabay interpretation, and then he was made the highest, the third highest uh, official in the kingdom. So grabe si God. 
And you know, there are times in our lives that God will lead you to do something which is impossible. Maybe start a business. Sasabi mo, Lord, I want to start a business, pero wala kong puhunan, wala kaming capital. You have to have, everybody knows, you have to have capital to start a business. It's impossible to start a business na walang wala. Or maybe God is leading you, you're, you're gonna study, you're gonna finish degree, master or pamnok. Mahal yung course ko, no, I cannot do that, I don't have money. You know, burain natin sa vocabulary ang words na hindi ko kaya. Don't, don't keep saying that. Delete that from your list of words. Don't keep saying those words or languages of the limitations. Hindi ko kaya, hindi ko maalam, we don't have money, we don't have time, no more time, no more. You know what? You better take those away because you are making yourself accustomed to limitations. And I'm trying to convince you to get used to doing the impossible. It's already a given that you don't have enough money. Hindi surprising yan. Hindi it's not shocking that you don't have enough time to do everything. Hindi ka nag-iisa. Hello? If you're a mother, you can't handle all of your kids. If you're a father, you can't provide for all of your family. If you're a student, you can't cope up with all of your assignments. If you're an employee, you can't meet the deadlines and please your boss with your own human strength. You really can't do it. But magagawa mo, you can do the impossible. Because you've got a connection that everybody doesn't have. You got the Lord on your side. Are you hearing me? Sasanaika of getting and doing impossible tasks. Sabi ng Joske Noah, I want you to build a cruise ship. You're gonna build a boat big enough to hold thousands of animals and their foods, and it better not leak. Because there's going to be a storm. Come on. How can Noah do that? that? God, are you serious? Animals? As in elephant, giraffe? You know, come on, you're joking. That's impossible. No. I'll give you how I'll help you. You're going to do the impossible. And God told Moses, I want you to lead uh, to only about two million people. Huh? May stage fright pa si Moses. Sasali ako, magsasal, sasasasa, magsasalita ako sa harapan ng maraming tao. Iba, iba na lang. Ayoko, ayoko, hindi ko kaya. Yan ang sinabi ni Moses, hindi ko kaya. Sabi ni God, no, 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 magagawa mo yung impossible. Feeling ni, Noah, ni Moses, hindi kaya. Choose somebody else. Ganito lang kami, I don't know. Harapan mo yung mga kings and you're gonna lead people. And sabi ni God kay Joshua, may dala-dala sila ng art. Sabi niya, itong river nito, Jordan River, which is, that time it was overflowing, mapilis ang current. And sabi ni God, lakad. <laughs> lakad, are you serious? Uh, may undertow yan, undercurrent. So, so, as soon as they put their foot in the water, it started to stop and dry up. Huminto 
ang current ng tubig and they were able to walk across on dry land. Pero kung sasabihin na, I want you to walk across the river, that's impossible. Come on. God, are you giving me to do something impossible? You're telling me to reconcile with my husband or ex? You're telling me to humble down and apologize? I can't do that. You're telling me to forgive? Siya pang may kasalanan. Hindi ko makakalimutan yung ginawa niya sa akin. You're telling me to do this? You're telling me to do that? God, I can't do that. It's impossible. You're telling me to just give in? Lapitin mo, kausapin mo yung kaawin. I can't do this. Whatever it is that God is telling you to do, nakakala mo, there's no hope for that. Hindi mo kayang gawin yan. Magagawa mo yung impossible. Hmm. What is it? What is it that God is calling you to do? To remain pure until after marriage? To save money? To win your family to Jesus? To invite yung co-workers mo? They will never come to church. You don't know my co-workers. You don't know my dad. He, he doesn't want this. You know what? You just believe that all things are possible with God. Yes, with you. John 15 verse 5. Without me, Sabini Jesus, you can do nothing. But Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ. I want to give you three points that just help you to start walking in the supernatural. All right? Number one, you, are you still with me? The first thing is to walk in the supernatural, to do the impossible. You need to focus on God's vision and values. Vision. Ko anong nakikita ng Dios na hindi mo nakikita. Naniniwala ka ba na mayroong perspective ang Dios na hindi perspective mo? Mayroon siyang nakikita na hindi mo nakikita. God can see the past. Hindi ka pa pinapanang. You don't. You were not yet born, and God knows what was happening. And you cannot go into the year 2020. You're stuck on 2016 for now. But God is already there in 2020. He knows the future. He knows where. You, you understand. God has a perspective. Yung anak ko minsan, hili ko na, gugulatin ko siya. You know, I will sneak up behind him. And I'll go up to Zion and be very quiet. Kasi kung nakaharap siya doon, hindi niya nakikita sa likod. So I'll come up behind him. Ah! Ah! Gulat siya. Ganun. So because he cannot see me. He only sees the yung vantage point niya, yung nakikita niya, kung saan siya nakaharap doon. Unless na he turns. Unlike yung mga langaw, which I, I, like, I hate langaw, you know. And this mga langaw, gusto kong sana napatayin yung langaw na sa table, nakaharap naman siya doon. Diba? Doon siya nakaharap eh. So, ang logic ko, I will not go in front, in his face. I will come around from the back. Para hindi niya, ma, hindi niya makikita yung aking, hmm. So, nakahanda na. And then somehow, nagikita niya. Nagikita niya ako. Ang laki ng mata niya. Ewan ko kung abot pa doon. As if he has eyes at the back of his head. 
And so he always escapes because he sees me. But you know, God can see 360 degrees. He can see everything. God has a vision that you don't have. Okay, when you say this is the impossible, impossible so far as yung perspective mo. Pero in God's perspective, malayong pakakaiba, malayong mas marami nakikita ng Diyos. Parang compare sa uod tsaka agila. The worm can only see the dirt in front of him. But the eagle sees so much. And God can see other realities that are higit pa sa iyong nakikita. So what you do is when you say, well, that's impossible, burain mo yan. You just say, I don't really know how, but I can put my trust in what God sees. I don't know how to pay for it. I don't know how that will happen. I don't know how to make it happen. But I trust that God sees the situation. He knows how to work it out. If God is leading me, He sees how it will happen. Although, sa sarili kong logic, hindi mo maalam, hindi ko maalam, but God can see what I don't see. So trust His perspective. Focus on His vision. And then yung values niya, of course, values just means yung kung anong halaga. Okay, what's important. So, what God thinks is important, you focus on that. Alam mo, yung, the things that God values are different than what most people value. In our society today, people value things that is cheap for God. Halimbawa, ang value mo, pinakamahalaga, pag-aaral ko. Huwag mong galawan yung pag-aaral ko. Kailan ko makatapos. Huwag mong, you know, ischedule kasi may trabaho ako. Hindi pwedeng galawan yan. Yung aking, you know, whatever is the things you are so protective of, you're so passionate about. These are values that maybe hindi kapantay hindi kapareho sa values ni God. You know, maybe your, your, your reputation, your, you value so much what other people think about you. Or maybe it is you value your house so much. Or your hair, or your clothes, or your whatever, your friends. But you know what? We need to start focusing on what's really so important to God. And then, yakapin mo, you know, ariin mo, akoin mo kung anong core values ni God, gawin mong core values mo rin. Even though, well, I, you know, this is important to me. You say, you know what? Mas important sa akin that I will know what's important to God. So kung may Facebook account si God, sana kung mayroon Facebook, you follow him. Kung ano yung clinic niya like, ilike mo rin. Kung sinong fina-follow niya, diba, click follow, you follow na rin. Kung sinong friend niya, friend mo rin. Ibig sabihin, kung ano yung gusto ni God, gustuin mo rin. Kung ano ayaw ni God, ayaw mo, ayaw mo rin. I, I want to be following and tracking and monitoring and I want to be emulating, imitating what God thinks is important. Why? Because what God thinks is important is probably the right one. Don't you think? Kaysa yung sa akin. Focus on His values. It says over in Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18, if people can't see what God is doing, sa ibang translation, where there is no vision, hindi niya nakikita, Kung ano yung 
ginagawa kung anong pagkilos ng Diyos. If people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. Diskrasya talaga. Pag hindi mo, na, hindi mo nakafocus, hindi mo makikita yung perspective ni God sa buhay mo. And yung what's important sa Kanya, if it doesn't become important sa'yo, diskrasya ang kalabasan dun. You know, and it, then it goes on to say, but when they attend to what He reveals, you know the word attend, it sounds like attention. Right? Attention. When they attend, ibig sabihin, nagbibigay ng attention. Give attention. Pay even attention. When they, when they attend to what God shows them, and God will show you, God will reveal His secrets to you, God will show you His ways for you. And when they pay attention to that, they are most blessed. How many of you would like to be most blessed? And remember from last week, yung, yung word blessed sa Biblia, it means empowered to succeed. How many of you want to be empowered to succeed? So what happens is when you are focusing on what God sees and what God reveals to you, His values, then you are most blessed, most empowered, most successful, and most happy. Among big-time investors, sa stock market, sa mga investments, they look for where are the billionaires putting their attention and their investments. Sila Warren Buffett, sila Bill Gates, Donald Trump, itong mga kakaibang level ng investors. And if they start investing in a certain technology, yung mga ibang big investors, they take notice. Eh siya, nag-invest sa ganitong technology and nag-invest din sila doon. Kasi these guys may experience, may mga alam sila na hindi nakakaalam ng mga ordinary investors tulad sa atin. So when you see God is moving in this direction, nako, you go that way. If you see, if you, if, if you sense that God doesn't like this, you better stay away from it. Wag mong sipin, kasi before, I would just say, eh, hindi naman kasalanan manood. Wala naman kasalanan. It's just fun, fun, you know. Yeah, wala, hindi na issue yung kung kasalanan o hindi kasalanan. Walang issue yan. The issue is, does God like it? Kung hindi, hindi wag. Hindi naman kasalanan. So what? Value what God values. Embrace what God loves. Feel happy about what God is happy about and avoid what God doesn't like. You understand? You, it, it's not about, well, I can do it legally. So Biblia, legally, wala namang masama. Hindi, hindi walang sabi sa Biblia na kasalanan ganito, ganyan. No, but the point is, you're after God's heart. You want to focus your life and your lifestyle on what He likes, on what He values. Kaya nga, seek first His kingdom. God values people, His kingdom, His glory. So go for all of these things and you will be so blessed. Now, number two is this. Um, if you want to walk in doing the impossible, Remember God's faithful track record. Never forget yung nakaraan kung anong ginawa ng Diyos sa buhay mo up until now. Tandaan mo, God saved you. 
Your track record was punong-puno ng kasalanan, marumi, maitim. And God took you out of the mud, cleaned you up, saved you, healed you, restored you. Ang dami ng ginawa ng Diyos. And don't ever forget that. Don't ever lose your thankfulness sa ginawa ng Diyos in the past. God is a faithful God. Ang track record niya, perfect. Did He ever fail? No. Did He ever lose? No. Even when Jesus died on the cross, that was not a defeat. That was a victory in disguise. Sadya yun. Alam ni God kung anong ginagawa niya. So I'm telling you, God never loses. And He doesn't cause you to lose. God has a faithful track record. So when you focus on that, you remember that. Tandaan mo na, who is God? He's a big God. He can do more. Nothing's impossible for Him. When you face impossible situations in your life, you better stop the habit of introspecting, analyzing, and looking at yourself. Because if you look at who you are and what you have, of course, you will say, it's impossible. The Lord is calling me to do this, to build this, to give that. I don't have enough. I don't know. We don't have manpower. We don't have training. We don't have enough money. I have no more time. What are you doing? You're looking at yourself. Change the strategy. When you feel God leading you to something, look at who He is. Remember His track record. God can do anything. He does it all the time. He saved me. He does miracles. He, he helped Moses and Peter and Paul. He's going to do it for me. See, David, King David, nung nalaman niya, he's going to face a giant. No? Si Goliath. Digmaan. And dyan si Goliath. Sabi ni David, I'll fight him. Tawa naman tao. You're so small. You're going you're gonna to get yourself killed. Sabi ni David ganito, kasi maliit lang siya, he's just a boy. Kabataan. Higante. Trained warrior. Trained killer. But David said, you know, I'm not looking at me. Of course, my body is smaller. Yeah, he has sword. I just have laroan na slingshot. But he said, it's not about me. God was with me and I was able to kill a lion that tried to get my sheep. And God gave me victory. I beat the lion. And another time, so nagte-testimony na siya. Sabi ni David, I remember when God helped me kill a bear. Many times, God saved me. I was in danger. God rescued me. I went through this dark time and God was there for me. God never left me, never abandoned me. And I know, I know He will be with me again this time. Are you following me? So it will help you, it will give you courage to do impossible things when you remember that God had done this and done that and he did that. He's always with me and He's on my side and I know that He is faithful and His track record will continue. Put your trust in God. Not 
in your own resources or abilities. If I say something you agree with, you just say, uh-huh, that's right, amen. You just say it. Because if, if, if you agree with it, then you better grab it. When you say, yeah, then you're taking possession of that truth. You understand? You're, you're, you're taking ownership of that truth. It's more powerful if you grab it than if you just look at that, okay, I heard the truth, so what? It's more powerful for you if it would be more sticky in your life. Didikit if you grab onto it. Alright? Just a tip for your help. Alright? Plus it encourages me. Second Chronicles chapter 20 and verse 6. When Jehoshaphat and his uh, group of people were there. They're surrounded. And wala na yung mga troops nila because they already left. So wala silang protection. Kasama ni Jehoshaphat ang mga babae, mga bata, mga handicap siguro, mga naiwan doon, mga, mga mahihina. And zakto, wala siyang defenses, wala siyang troops. They were starting to be surrounded by the enemy troops. Three different armies gang up on them. And instead of complaining or being fearful about their condition, look at us, we are not strong, we don't have weapons, we cannot do this. Sabisa, 2 Chronicles verse, chapter 20, verse 6, he said, he started praying. He started turning to God. Sabi, Lord, maybe sa human, this is impossible. Pero sabi niya, you are the God in heaven and you rule over all the kingdoms of, in all the nations, and you have power. Hindi niya sinasabi niya, we are weak. Sabi niya, you have power, you have strength, and no one can stand against you, and you're our God. You understand? Now, if he's going to look at his own situation, look what we don't have. How can we do it? We don't have enough people. We don't have enough time or money. We're, we're going to die. Wala nang ganyanan. Sabi niya, you're like this. God, you're like that. You're strong. You're faithful. You always win. And you're our God. We have nothing to fear. It's guaranteed. We will win. <laughs> now, that's in human reasoning, in your human understanding or logic, that's insanity. You will lose, you will die, kung human lang. But the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 3, verse tw- uh, 5 and 6, you trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not depend on your own understanding. And so the Lord caused a great victory and all of the enemies were killed. Mass suicide, they just killed each other. And they, were, they, they won. And so whenever you have an impossible situation, maybe a problem at work, could be a relationship problem, wala kang makikitang solution. Nag-decision na siya. You know, the bills are there. You got problems left and right. Then what you do is don't just look at yourself and what you have. Look at who God is and what He can do. And start describing who God is to Him. Say, God, you know, the way I know you, nagtatapat ka. God, you're so good. You're, you're my God. You, you saved me already once. I know you can save me again. You're rich. You're strong. You're patient. For me, I'm already impatient na. Punong-puno na ako. Ayoko na. But you're so patient. 
Lord, ako galit na, but you are so peace, full of peace. Yes, Lord, I, I, okay, inaamin ko na I have bitterness, I have this hurt, I have the, but you are so happy, you're keeping calm. And you start talking about Him than you. You start describing Him and stop describing yourself. Yes. Is that good? Yes. <clears throat> and then he says, you force, so in Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 7, Jehoshaphat continued his prayer. He said, you forced the people living in this land to leave. You gave this land forever. Abraham was your friend. Your name is on this temple. You did this. You did that. You did that. kadalasan sa book of Psalms, they are remembrances. They are recollections. They are testimonies. God, you did this. You brought us out of Egypt. You saved us. You killed those enemies. You provided the manna, the water. You did miracles. You did miracles. You did miracles. As you start to recall, as you start to talk about what God has done, as you remember, it gives you courage. It builds faith. So you can face the things that you thought you cannot do. Romans 8 verse 32 says that if God did not, God did not keep back His own Son. withhold. But He gave Him up for us. Ibinigay ang Diyos ng Kanyang Anak, for us to be saved. So if God did not do that, I mean, if God did this for us, won't He now freely give us everything else? Mismong anak niya si Jesus, binigay. How much more will He get you through the low echo bill? How much more will He take you through that math subject or that problem at work? God can empower you to do the impossible. And number three, okay, so you're going to, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to focus on God's vision, His perspective, and what He values, okay? Embrace it. Make a move away from what the world values. You cannot go out of the world, but you can choose what is important to you, right? You have the choice, you have the power to choose what you're going to make important to your heart. You can choose your priorities. So look at God's vision. Embrace His priorities, His values. The second thing is you're going to remember how faithful God's track record is. Start stockpiling testimonies. Start jotting them down. You know, Make note of them. Have a portfolio. Have a scrapbook. Either literal or mental. But you have to remember God's faithful track record. And the third thing you will do is depend on the Holy Spirit's power. The Holy Spirit's power. Not your own power. His power. Um, I got a board here. No, I need some. This is a small one. Does anybody know karate? Do you? You know karate? Does anybody know karate? Say, I have this. Uh, I wanted to do a demonstration, sana. Yung maybe it's easier if you know. 
Anybody really good in physics? To break this board in half. Can you do it? Can you? I want to break it in half. Or like this. How many of you believe I can do this? You believe I'm strong? And you know, with training, with a lot of training and with a lot of um, practice, I've seen my, because my brother was um, Muay Thai. He, he played Taekwondo and Muay Thai. And he was able to break even stack of boards with his fist. Bricks. Now, I used to do it when I was young, but magagalit si Bambi if I try it today. Papa pa ako. So I don't want to do that. But what if ang pinapagawa ni Lord sa akin is hindi lang yung maliit, kundi ang mas malaki. Now that's already starting to get hard. Hindi lang hard, mahirap na mahirap. But what if the Lord said, no, 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 no. I have a bigger plan for you. No small prayers. I have, I have plans, big plans for you. It's like this one. Now it's getting more and more impossible, right? With human strength. Or maybe both. Now I feel like I want to use my foot. But do you think I can do this? You just want me to suffer, right? You just want me to be... A... All right, what if the Lord said, No, papagawa ko sayo is really a thicker one, a bigger one. Now it's getting hard, right? How many of you face obstacles like this? They're so big, they're just too much. You know that your strength is not enough. You know that you're 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 you're, you're pagod na. You don't have the physical energy. You don't have the money. You don't have whatever it takes to do what God is calling you to do. Okay, but the good news is, I can get one of these, right? Now with this, I can do more work than with my bare hands, right? Okay, butina lang. I don't have to depend on my teeth. I can use this. Okay. Kakapago din. But maybe I can do something. But actually, with all of that, still wala pang one-fourth. Because I'm still using my muscles and my strength and my energy. But if I use this, this one, I don't have to use my strength so much. I don't have to use my own energy because I just pulled the trigger. And it's effortless. No sweat. Easy. Easy. And that's the Holy Spirit's power at work in your life. 
when you just, okay, of course I cannot do that kung hindi siya naka-plug in. You have to be plugged into the power source. And when you're plugged into the power and you just pull that trigger of faith and you say, Holy Spirit, do in me what only you can do. It's impossible what I have to do. But I know that with you all things are possible. It's an impossible situation, but I believe that you can do it. And I can do all things through Christ. Sabini God put up a school. He wanted us to build a school. I said, I don't know how to build a school. We don't have money to build a school. We're trying to build the champion center. We don't have the, the resources, the manpower, administration, teachers. Holy Spirit, you can do it. Yes. Nothing is impossible for you. Yes. I'll just follow your lead, but you lead the way. And we'll do the impossible. You'll do the impossible. We'll do what is not humanly possible because we're not just humans. We have a God with us, connected to us. Galatians chapter 3, verse 3 he said, you began your life in Christ with the Spirit. Sino sa inyo nagbigan? You started, you know, you received Jesus as your Savior. And we did not begin as a Christian na mayabang. Alam ko nito, sige God, pabigyan kita. I'll be a Christian for you. Wala na ganyanan. We all started to be a Christian. We started in Christ like this. Oh, God, help me. Kasalanan ako, marumi ako, patawarin mo ako. Diba? We started humble. Pasok ka sa aking buhay. Lord, I need you. Jesus, tinatanggap kita bilang taga pagligtas. Savior. So there's three. Humble, dependent on the Savior. Humbly, dependent on the Savior. And he says that you began your life in Christ with that Spirit, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit made you humble your heart and depend on Christ, the Savior. Then he says, so now, do you try to complete it by your own power? No, that's foolish. Nagsimula tayo as a Christian because we were depending on the tagapagliktas. We're depending on the Spirit of Christ, the Savior. So hanggang ngayon, Whatever challenges you face, whatever problems that you're involved with, same strategy pa rin. Humble and dependent on the Spirit. Humbly dependent on Him. Jude 1.20 Building yourselves up in your most holy faith by praying in the Spirit. Romans 8.26 We don't know how to pray. We don't know how, but the Holy Spirit helps us. So finally, dito tayo magtatapos. Don't depend or don't be surprised kapag may mga, letter A dyan is human limitations. Kung may human limitations, you should not be surprised. Natural, na you don't have enough money. Natural, you don't have enough time. Natural, you don't know how to do it. Of course, that's, that's not surprising. So if there are human limitations, 
pagod na, I have no more strength, ayokong bumangon, I don't want to do it, I'm fed up now, punong-puno na ako. Those are not surprising. At hindi ka nag-iisa. But don't be surprised. Instead, look at Isaiah 40, verse 31. It says, Those who trust in the Lord will become strong again. Tama? And they will be like eagles that grow new feathers. Grow new habits. Grow new mindset. They get new ideas. They get new strength. It goes on to say that they will run and run and run and run but not get weak. Himalayun. They will walk and walk and walk and walk. They'll keep going to work. They'll keep going to church. They keep discipling. They keep praying. They keep giving. They keep serving. They keep trusting. They keep walking and walking in this lifestyle, but they don't get tired. They don't burn out. They don't give out. They don't quit. Why? Himala. Kung sabihin ko sa'yo, walk in the Lord and never give up. That's impossible. Hindi mo kayang gawin yun. Kung sasabihin ko sa'yo, you know, you, you'll be a disciple, follow Jesus, but never get tired. No, that's impossible. Burnout is normal for the human. But not for those receiving the fuel of the Holy Spirit. Because they will walk and walk and walk and not grow weary and not get tired. You see? You got to stay plugged in. Yung saw na yan, kung hindi nakasakyan, walang mangyayari. Para tayong mga ano, kung hindi tayo ng puspuso Holy Spirit, para tayong circular saw na walang electricity. Good luck with that. Hindi makahati yung board. But plugged into the Holy Spirit, kaya kaya. Are you are you? Do you understand that? So don't be surprised when there are human limitations. You know, if if you ask me, Tim, do you have enough resources? I'll always tell you no. My vision is higher than my resources. We always have more vision than money. Always. Why? So that we will mananatiling dependent sa Dios. We're always depending on the Lord. Hindi one time lang tayo magdi-depend sa Diyos. Lifestyle natin yun. SOP. Routine yan. Regular schedule yan. Always dependent on the Lord. It's not once in a while, pag may revival, saka tayo nakakapit kay Lord, Lord help, you know. No, no. That's every day. Every Sunday. I cry out to God, Lord, I can't preach. I don't know how to preach. You preach through me. I mean, this is our ordinary lifestyle now. Make it your, just get used to it. Make it your lifestyle that you have to depend on the Holy Spirit's power to take your test, to go to work, to love your wife, to mentor your children, to finish your household chores, to invite a new person to church. Everything you do, you're going to need the Holy Spirit's power. Helping you. Sabi sa 2 Chronicles 20, verse 12, going back to the story ni Jehoshaphat. Ito ang prayer niya. Sabi niya, Lord, we 
have no strength to face this vast multitude that has come against us. Nor do we know what to do. Except this, our eyes are on you. We're focused on your vision for our lives. That's it. And then 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 16. This is the story of Elisha. Now, see Elisha, uh, he was hated by the bad kings. So they sent uh, troops, mga armies, to kill him. This was already an assassination ambush kay Elisha. And so, in the morning, they came out, the, the servant ni Elisha got out of his tent and he said, Uh-oh, we're dead. We're surrounded. Kasi nakita niya yung mga troops. Ambush na. So, ginising niya si Elisha. Sabi niya, Elisha, we're gonna die. We're surrounded. Patay na tayo. And Elisha said, Don't be afraid. The army that fights for us, sino kaya yun? The army that fights for us is larger than the army that fights for Aram. He's referring to the army of God. Friend, God is not fighting you. He's fighting for you. Never will God fight you. That's that's not our real heavenly father. He doesn't fight his daughters. He doesn't fight his sons. God will not fight you. He loves you. Correction maybe, but he's not going to fight you. You're not his enemy. He loves you. He's for you. You've got to get that through your skull. I mean, God is not against you. He is for you. And he's not going to fight you. He fights for you. And he has angels that are fighting for you. And so Elisha said, no, no. The army that fights for us, our God, is bigger and larger than those that fight for the Aram. And then he prayed. Don't pray on Elisha. Lord, please help him to see. Please open this guy's eyes. He doesn't see it. And let this servant see that and so in the, the Lord let the servant see. Biglang na nakaroon ng revelation yung servant niya. And he saw that the whole hillside was covered with fiery horses and flaming chariots. Ibig sabihin, mga weaponry na, mga tanke. Sa panahon na yan, parang mga tanke. Mga tanks. And the chariots, and they were all around Elisha. Bantay, guardia, protection. So that was something that you don't see in the natural. Pero nakaroon siya ng idea na, o nga pala, God is on our side. And so don't be surprised if there are obstacles. Don't be surprised if there are human limitations. Hindi ka nag-iisa. God is with you. And the last thing I want to just tell you, please, don't back away from a God-given challenge. I want you to be courageous. I'm here today to put courage inside of you. And Hamon ko, don't back away from the God-given 
challenge. Whatever God calls you to do. Maybe it's something relational. No, it's not even to take on the world or to become the mayor. or something. Maybe it's just a simple thing. But whatever God gives you to do, what mo isipin na commandments na naman, thou shalt this, thou shalt not that. You know, minsan ang pagtingin natin sa Diyos parang commandment giver. Oo, nagbigay siya ng Ten Commandments noon. Nung sinauna, the Old Covenant, for a purpose to show that we needed Jesus. But today we have Jesus, we have the Holy Spirit, we really don't have to have commandments. Because we have a new nature. Siya na ang mag-guide sa atin. And so when God gives you something to do, don't think of it as, Nako, kailangan ko mag-obey eh. So parang pilit. Kailangan obey Utos na naman ni God. Don't look at it like that. Look at it as an opportunity. God will never give you a demand na hindi siya magbibigay ng supply. Ibang topic yan, supply and demand. But when God gives the demand, or when God gives you something to do, He will always give you exactly what you need to do it. The grace, the power, the resources. So, you don't have any reason to back away. Whatever God gives you to do, it's not a demand on His side because He needs you. Hindi siya nagbibigay ng commandments because He needs you to serve Him. Hindi siya makikinabang. Tayo makikinabang. You understand? It's an opportunity. He's inviting us to walk in the supernatural naturally. Let us get used to it. Miracles will just flow. You don't even have to focus on the miracles. Just focus on the Lord. But you will find yourself, one day you will just be ministering, praying, doing your work, doing your schoolwork. You'll just be flowing in the Spirit. And you'll realize you're doing things that are really impossible for a human to do. You're loving your abusive husband. You're forgiving your neighbors. You're doing works that you'd never studied before. You're winning people to Christ that no one could convince them. You will find that as you flow, as you live your life under the influence of the Holy Spirit, you'll just be doing the impossible. Effortlessly. And that's the time, masasabi mo, sarap talaga ng buhay na Kristiyano. Ang galing ni Lord. God be praised. God be praised. It's all because Jesus came and gave His life so that you could have His. He gave His life to us so that we could live an overcoming, victorious life. I want you to bow your head and close your eyes. Father, we thank You for giving us tasks or assignments that are beyond me. He gets a kakayahan ko. He gets a realm of doable. They are things that are not doable without you. You give us impossible things so that you are inviting us to stay connected with you in the realm of the impossible. We want to live in your world. We want your kingdom to come on earth. 
and your will to be done on the earth in our lives. Kingdom come into my world. Will of God be done in my life. Kingdom come to our home. Come to our school. Come to my workplace. Come to my relationships. Kingdom of God, kung anong relationships doon, maging mahalagang relationship dito. Kung anong resources in your kingdom resources, let them come to earth. Your kingdom power, abilities, knowledge, kingdom come. Lord, let your open heaven, let an open heaven follow us throughout our day, in our schedule, supernatural time management supernatural miracle financials financial breakthroughs miracle relationship rapport restoration and renewal lord let your kingdom let your miracles let the realities of heaven come to our world and your will be done in our lives thank you jesus for securing our position as a child of god Thank you for dying on the cross. Thank you for giving your life to pay the penalty that we deserved so that we could become your child. Oh, Father, we, we, we recognize you. We love you. Give us eyes to see what you see. Give us a heart to embrace what you embrace. Take our faith to a higher level so that we would live with, with you, with your power in us. Thank you for your spirit. Oh, Holy Spirit, we love you. That we would have an intimate relationship with you. And you be the fuel. You be the engine that drives our lifestyle. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And thank you, Jesus, for all of your miracles in our lives. And for what you're going to do in the next season ahead. Empower us to do the impossible. In Jesus' name. Amen.